Hey, moms, when was the last time somebody squeezed your breast? Mommy! It's the mom cast. Really, mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. Mom cast! And mom cast. All right, now that I have your attention, welcome to mom cast. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That is the only time I would say that. <laughs> Or at least that way. Um, but we're going to be talking about that. And um, I hope that you, if you are of the right age at 40, and if you have no family history, if you do, maybe you get one earlier. But I hope you do, as a mom, make sure you're keeping track and keeping up to date on your mammograms. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, we're going to have someone that's going to help us out. Miriam Lustberg, Dr. Miriam Lustberg, she is a professor on the tenure track in the Division of Medical Oncology at The Ohio State University. Um, she specializes in those that are survivors and living after breast cancer at the James, which is a wonderful cancer hospital in Columbus. And they do such great work. They help my mom uh, through her cancer and uh, they help so many people. But Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it's a big deal. I know some of you moms tend to not take care of yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about. Not only get the information out to you as to when you need to have a mammogram and all of those great details that you need, but also um, maybe sometimes you just need somebody to push you or somebody to ask you. So I will ask you, when was the last time you had your mammogram? We're going to find out. How the mom squad does. Do you think moms do a better or worse job keeping up with their health or keeping up with things like getting their annual mammograms? It's an interesting question. We'll see what our mom squad has to say. Okay, so I have my mom of multiples. Angela is here. Hello. I'm asking all of our mom squad moms, as many as I can corral, one question. And I'm asking you all separately because... I just I'm doing kind of a poll okay. to see um, Angela when was your last mammogram I have never had one are you still too young to have a mammogram yeah, I'm 36 okay so yes. so you have no family history or I do my grandma actually died of breast cancer Angela but let me and believe me my mom asks me this every year I asked my doctor every annual appointment, and he says insurance won't cover it till I'm 40. What? Yeah. Even and, if you have a family history. And then I do follow up with that, and he says, how old was she when she died from it? She was 73. And he, he said, since she was older, and that's my only right history with it, and my mom's fine, and it's more if they're diagnosed younger, like in the 40s, 50s. Sure, that's sure. his reasoning. Okay, well, I I can accept that. Yeah. So how often do you do a uh, self-exam? A couple times a year when I'm in the shower and stuff. So, yeah, I'm checking. And actually, okay. I have two aunts that have been diagnosed, too. But they're both in remission. So it does run in my family. And believe me, my mom asks me all, all the time. So, And okay. I should just go even... Aside from my doctors, I don't know. I just go and do one. I I probably should. 
Well, I was going to say, I, as as your um, mom friend, mm-hmm. I, I might suggest that. Yeah. But I get that, and I get what they're saying. Yeah. Um, because that is another question that they ask. How, how old was your grandmother? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that now um, you have aunts that yeah. also, yeah. I would keep my eye on it. It sounds like you are, though. So, you know what? I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to give you a passing grade. Okay. I know. I know. <laughs> Anya, we're going to, we're going to, you got to keep up with it, though. I know. Definitely I know. Definitely do that. It's very um, important. I get it. Yeah. All right. We have our hot mess mom, and I'm asking everybody the same question. Um, and age may be a factor in this. Okay. Have you ever had a mammogram? Yes. Okay, so you're old enough to have a mammogram? I am, but okay. they did a, one a couple years early for me to have a baseline. Okay, so do you have a family history? No. No, no. you just did one early. Mm-hmm. See, now we've already talked to a mom who has quite a family history, and they said they wouldn't do one until she was 40. I which... was 38 when they did my baseline. Uh-huh. Okay, so mm-hmm. you've had one every, every year, year then? I have. Okay, and do you do your self-exams? No. No. <laughs> I tell the doctor yes. <laughs> you tell the doctor yes? I do. Isn't that awful? You know what? You know what? I can pick on you, but I do the same thing. Right. I, I don't. Or I say something like my husband did it. Right, right. He doesn't know. My husband doesn't know, but I've heard women say their husband will find it. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then all your other stuff, do you like... All the exams you're supposed to have annually, are you pretty good about that? I'm pretty good on those that I have to schedule. It's the other things in between that, you know, well, my blood pressure's high, I should go, or something that I'm not real good at. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to get at. Now, obviously, October Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so that's why we're asking that. But as moms, we do tend to put off, oh, it's just a little bit of high blood pressure, mm-hmm. when in reality, it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. So, I've got little ones to take care of. Yes. <laughs> so you have to, it's it's always every, mm-hmm. on the plane, you, you put the mask on you first for the oxygen. Right. And then you can help your kids. Right. So, all right. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to pick on you, um, but I'll just give you the admonition. That <laughs> you're a mom. You got to take care no, of yourself, mom. I know. I know. I'll right. go back and do my appointment now. <laughs> <laughs> sure you will. Right. <laughs> so I have two non-moms with us now uh, on our podcast. So welcome to MomCast Non-Moms. We Thank have you. Trisha Moore. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I'm going to start with you. Trisha, my girl, when was your last mammogram? You know what? I'm so proud to say I just had my mammogram last month. Did you? I will admit, though, it was the first mammogram I've had in eight years. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to back up on my praise for you (laughs) for just a minute and say, what? Yeah. Why? Why did you go so long? You know, I really, I'm lazy. And I, every time I go get my physical yearly, I get the prescription and I get to do other things and it just never take care of it. Mm-hmm. And finally this year, my stepmom is somebody who is religious about getting her mammograms regularly and she gets on to my sister and I all the time. And finally this year, I did it. I actually followed through and Everything was fine. And you know what? I think it was the stigma of thinking it's going to hurt or scary or you don't know what you're going into. And it literally took like five minutes and I got my results back and everything was fine. I even did the 3D. 
Yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I was going to give you some grief. I have to tell you, I skipped about four years uh-huh. at one point. Um, I'm back on track, but I got what I needed to get because they saw something. Yeah. And then called me back and did the other 3D and all of the things that they're doing and everything was just fine. But um, I don't know how with someone who has breasts as small as mine, how I have dense breast (laughs) tissue. (laughs) But that's what they try to tell me (laughs) that I have. And I do. Mm -hmm. As you get older, that can happen. Yeah. Um, But. No, I went a couple years. So, well, you we know what? Do it. My mother has never had one. What? My mom is 69 years old and has never had a mammogram. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. And she is one of these people who is like, you know what? We don't have that in our family. So, I'll just don't go. <laughs> oh, see, but you don't have to have it in your family. That's kind of the mm-hmm. thing. Although, if you do, they'll start checking you early. But, right. Right. Okay, so, well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and thank you for saying that about the, because the mammogram is not that big of a deal. Now, no. I don't want to take anything away from women who say it really hurts them. Um, I, I will say this as someone, again, who has very small breasts, um, it probably hurts more yeah. because, I mean, they have to turn you every which way to even get anything in there. Oh, no. Honey, and then they once f- they do, it's like smush, and it's like, really? <laughs> they flopped me up there, and I was out. <laughs> They were yeah. just like, you have great breasts. We'll yeah. see you later. <laughs> What's it like to hear that? <laughs> I, have no I really idea. don't know. No, no, no. no. It kind of turned me on. It's been a long time since I've had anybody say that to me. For well, being I mean, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if we're being honest, the mammogram, I've been with guys that did more. I mean, honestly, come on. It's not that big of a deal. All right. Thank you. And I have Katie Sear. Uh, in with us, one Hi. of our, our uh, account executives and uh, at where I work. Okay, Katie, last mammogram. That was at my last physical, and I believe that was last November. So I had everything done on my last physical, but I do have to admit it had been a couple of years. I had fallen off the wayside, and I just decided to get everything from a chest plate to all the blood work, and I got the mammogram and the, all of it done about last November. Okay, but so you also skip a few years. Every now and again, yeah. Okay, now it's interesting because the reason I was asking some non-moms, I want to know if there's a difference because, you know, you always hear, oh, well, moms don't take care of themselves. Um, When I was single, I'll be honest, I tended to take better care of myself, which doesn't make sense because then you have a kid and you should be taking care of yourself. But I think something about, you know, you don't have others to worry about. You know right. what I mean? I, I, right. That that figures in and that it played a role for a long time. I think my age has as much to do with it as anything because I'm over 60 now. Um, I'm seeing friends who are being affected by various cancers. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, I'm a smoker. So all of a sudden, I thought, you know, I better really check this out. And um, also, I had been dieting and wanted to lose a little weight and so I just kind of went into a health awareness phase yeah I lost one of my best friends to breast cancer um, about a year ago mm-hmm. and it was her second bout with it and it just mm-hmm. basically ate her alive oh. and I think that's one of the reasons too why I finally thought you know what it's time for me to do something. It's been eight years. I'm pushing 50. Again, it's the age thing. And, you know, as you start to get older, you start thinking about things that you wouldn't have 10 years ago. You're not invincible anymore. Mm-hmm. 
I think, yeah, age plays a big factor in me trying to be more cognizant. Mm -hmm. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you start thinking about, hey, I may not be around forever. Right, right. And you start to lose people, you know, and it's uh, very traumatic and you know what it did to you. You don't want to do that. Right. By being um, not careful with preventative medicine or being aware. So uh, that's, for me, my big motivator. Well, and I think that we all realize, too, that as we get older and the way that medicine is going, it is so easy to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. these days, so Mm -hmm. much easier even than 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And think about breast cancer, Mm -hmm. just that since it's October. I mean, the prognosis, they're finding it earlier, but I mean, everybody's so much more aware than right. we were 10 or even 20 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about that. Now, I, I almost worry the other way. You know, we almost, oh, pink, there it is, and it's all great, and they've done such a wonderful job getting that out there, but I hope we don't take it for granted because it still right. can it can be treated if we catch it early. It's It's become one of those cancers. Really, if we stay on it, mm-hmm. we're probably able to, to get over it to survive you know not always but we know the prognosis is a lot better definitely all right ladies thank Thank you you. thank you appreciate it we have our feisty mom with us roxanne and roxanne i'm asking actually i'm asking moms and non-moms because i'm trying to determine if there's a difference if it's if it's a gender thing or if it's it, it's it's a difference moms or not moms um you'll know what i mean here it's okay. october it's breast cancer awareness month when was the last time you had a mammogram actually um it was sometime within the last year but mm. it, before that it was five years before isn't that interesting because everybody i'm talking to is saying <laughs> the same thing <laughs> suddenly this was the year you but know before that we right. were skipping what we were supposed to do. <laughs> well, now, let's talk about that. Okay. Why Why did you let it go? Honestly, I never think about it. Breast cancer does not run in my family, mm-hmm. and I've never had any kind of issues. Right. And I don't think about it. Yeah. I so. don't. So it's, it's not... Oh, my God, this is terrible to say. Well, it's not important to me. I shouldn't say that. Well, but, but no, you're being honest. But because... Yes, because I've I've had um, another serious issue come up, but it wasn't cancer. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And this sounds this might sound weird, but I don't believe that I would get cancer. You don't believe it. Yeah. OK. Why? Why? I mean, I'm not going to I don't think that's I'm not going to say if it's good or bad. But what is it that makes you think? Because most people say that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my mom had cancer and she went through her surgery two years ago. And it was the same thing when we would talk. You know, she would say it's it's just that I live the right kind of life. And I never did the things, you know, that they say if you do them, you're going to get cancer. And I never thought I'd get cancer. She was like really angry at the fact because she felt like she'd done whatever she needed to do. And I was one of those women that was not supposed to get any kind of cancer. Now, Mm -hmm. it wasn't breast cancer. It was colon cancer. But she still was. And she still, if you ask her, she's so thankful. My mom is very she's she's got a very strong faith mm-hmm. in God. So she trusts in that. But she will still say, I'm still a little angry 
because I thought I would never get cancer. So what is it in you that makes you feel that way? You know what the funny thing is when you say she has faith in God? See, I say God doesn't think it that I can handle it. <laughs> so he knows you can't handle so he it. He knows I can't handle it. Okay. And that, you know, I know what my kids would be going through if one of their parents were terribly sick and he can't put that on them. That's, you know, part of me does believe that. Right. But um, the cancer that we did have in the family, it's because of smoking. Okay. And that's the thing. But uh, luckily we have a, you know, the heart is what the problems are in our family. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. for cancer, I just, it's like every time I go to the doctor, I'm always in good health. There's nothing wrong. I don't think I've had, I don't even get yearly checkups. I mean, physicals. What? I don't. I haven't had a physical, I don't, I haven't had a physical since, oh, almost 30 years ago. What? Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Okay. But and the only time I go to the doctor is if I'm so darn miserable, I can't stand it. Well, <laughs> you know, I know there are, I, I will say this, I know a lot of people that say that. In fact, they believe, I have friends who believe, you know, there's nothing, it, once you go to the doctor, that's when you, some some bad things happen. It's like, well, no, once you go to the doctor, they find they something. find something. But, yeah. you know, they believe differently. So, um, I kind of get that, but that's surprising. I mean, you mentioned your kids. You're mm. very devoted to your your daughters. Yes. And I mean, don't you ever think I want to be around? Because I know that has kicked in for me. I, I was do. a little more lackadaisical about it when she was little because I, well, I was younger and I felt, <laughs> I felt yeah. stronger and Definitely. more, uh, you know, now as I get older, I think, okay, I want to stay around. You know, I mean, does that kick in? It does. Okay. And I'd like to know how many other people feel this way. First of all, I believe that I would know if something was wrong. Right. You'd feel some symptoms. I'd feel some symptoms. However, with that being said, five years ago, I was feeling really sick. And one doctor told me, you know, I just had a bad virus and my lymph nodes were swollen I wasn't getting any better on any medication, and I went to another doctor who sent me straight to the ER, and I had a jugular clot. Whoa. Yeah. And I, when I was told, my husband freaked out, Mm -hmm. called my sisters, oh my God, what am I going to do? And he was so afraid because I could have died. I'm like, calm down. It's a jugular clot. It's here. But every nurse and doctor that came to see me, it was a fully blocked and artery, the the jugular, and that all these doctors came in and could not figure out why. I had no trauma. I had no blood disease or anything that would cause it. It was just one of these things that happened that no one could figure out. And they all told me I could have died. That being said, I still feel like I went through that, but that did not make me say, oh, my God, I need to go get blood work every year. I need to go get a physical every year. Hmm. So do you well, think you I'm, don't have? Am I crazy? No, but, no, I don't you know, know that you are. Cr- not, well, I think you're crazy, but not because of well, that. I know, but um, you no, crazy. <laughs> no, I, I would say I think there are, there are women that believe the way you do. I, I do, and I, for me, you know, I, it always goes back. I, I know it's hard to believe, but I, I really don't uh, stand back and judge other moms because I think they know best. It would be like mm-hmm. me telling a mom how to raise her kids. Or me, you know, telling a mom, you know, your kid should be able to have a phone or, you know what I mean? It, 
I feel like it's everyone's personal choice. And, and I have found that even as I've gotten older with parents involved, it's their choice. And nobody can make that choice for them. And I'm not sure anyone should. You know, when certain people don't do, we've had parents that haven't wanted to do what they're supposed to do. And I always yes. say the same thing. It's their choice. It's their life. Ultimately, it's their call. So I think everybody makes the call that is best for their life. I don't know if it's right or wrong. We make the call, but we also have to live with the consequences and make the decision that's best for everybody at that time. Now, would you allow your kids to do the same thing? What? Not have checkups and all of that? Oh, hell no. See? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was looking for. No, we would never let our kids do it. Never. But we do it. Okay. Because it's different. It's (laughs) different when it's the mom and I know better. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. I got you. I I don't feel like right now there's there's someone listening that would say that's how I how how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're all over the board today asking moms and and non moms, which I'm beginning to think there's not a difference. It's more about being a woman. I'm not sure. Well, and I also think that, you know, if you're talking about gender, I think women are more more stronger than men when it comes to being ill. Oh, well, yeah, that goes without saying. I mean, yeah, and we can take it more and we don't go to the doctor for everything. Higher threshold for pain. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The whole nine yards. See, Greg's crying right now. We have our producer, Greg, here. You can't, you're not even trying to come toward the microphone. He's not. Look (laughs) at him protecting himself. Yeah, he knows. Timid in the corner. Yeah, no. So I think maybe that is part of it. We tend to, and we tend to be, even if we're not moms, I think we tend to care about those in our life. Before ourselves sometimes. I did. Even when, you know, before I had kids, I still like, well, I said it's almost 30 years since I had a physical. So, and now they do, you know, they might find something. So I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it all makes perfect sense. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Roxanne. So we just talked to moms and kind of got a report, I guess, if you will, unofficially about how many of us moms keep up with all of those health issues that we have. Uh, preventative measures, and especially our mammograms, because that's a huge, huge deal for us. So we encourage you this month and honestly every month of the year to get your mammograms because it truly does make a difference. And I welcome our guest, Dr. Miriam Lussberg, and she is from the James. Um, Here in Columbus, we've got a wonderful, we've got some wonderful facilities, Um, the OSU, uh, hospital. We also have the James, which is specifically for cancer, and also the Stephanie Spielman Comprehensive Breast Center. And um, you're representing all of those wonderful facilities. Uh, Dr. Miriam Lusberg, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I know you focus a lot on survivorship. I do. And, and what happens after, because obviously, um, you know, if if breast cancer is a concern and, and breast cancer is something you're being treated for, you go through the treatment, mm-hmm. but there is follow-up. Mm-hmm. And we we always want to, we're very excited about our survivors, mm-hmm. um, but we also want to make sure that they follow up and continue. And, and you do a lot of research in that area. I do. Yes, absolutely. So uh, breast cancer, out of all the cancers, has the largest group of survivors, which we are 
very thrilled and excited about. Uh, but to keep our survivors healthy, it's very important to follow age-recommended uh, uh, age, uh, age guidelines for screening as well as healthy habits that we, we, I'm happy to talk about, including good diet and exercise. Well, can we talk first about where we are as far as screening goes? Absolutely. Because I, I still think as much, I think back, I have been here in Columbus in media for a long time, mm-hmm. more than I would care to even say. But in the time that I have been in media, wow, I have seen a huge difference in just awareness, first and foremost. I mean, I, even there's just the idea of pink has not been around for that long, if you think about it. So I've seen things change and I've seen the awareness really grow, which I think is wonderful. But sometimes I I worry, too, that we almost get too... Um, I, I don't want to say lackadaisical about it, but um, we've gotten more comfortable yes. with the idea of it. So let's let's talk about where we are now as far as guidelines of who needs to be getting a mammogram and how often. Yes. Yeah, so, no, you, you raise really good points. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But as you mentioned, every month of the year, we need to, as women, as moms, uh, we need to be aware of our breast health. And our current guidelines are to start annual uh, mammography breast screening at the age of 40 and continue that annually. However, there will be women who have a strong family history or certain genetic risk factors, and they actually would need to actually start sooner than 40. Uh, So uh, mammograms are one of the best tools that we have to detect breast cancers at the earliest stage possible uh, when they're the the most likely to be cured. Now, I have um, actually known women who become pregnant and then find out they have breast cancer. Is there a correlation there for some women or is it just that they hadn't had a mammogram? So it's, it's, it's a very wonderful question. And in some ways we don't know the answer fully, but there is actually our understanding of breast cancer is that there are many different types of breast cancer. And there's actually a lot of research ongoing right now for a group of breast cancers that occur during pregnancy. It's not the most common occurrence, but they tend to kind of have a little bit of unique characteristics. But I think it's a, it's a combination of things. Um, you know, you're, if, you're, if you've been pregnant or lactating, you may not be getting the usual screening tests, or you may notice a change in your breast, but you're not sure, is it breastfeeding or something else? Uh, so definitely pregnancy can happen during pregnancy or after. Uh, the most important thing is if you're unsure of something going on in the breast, to definitely have it examined and not ignore um, changes. Well, you bring up a good point, and I bring up that just because we have so many moms that are, yeah. are concerned about it. Yeah. You, I, I was breastfeeding, and it was obviously a new situation for me. And I ended up with this lump under my arm, and it just kept growing and growing. And it turned out it had to do with breastfeeding, yes. and it was completely yes. fine. Yes. But you don't know as a new mom, especially when there are changes going on or Mm -hmm. when you're pregnant, Mm -hmm. we know what goes on with your breasts. They get bigger and you're not always paying attention to those sorts of things. So that, that is kind of why I wanted to bring that up. No, absolutely. And it's very important for our listeners to know that, you know, often changes in the breast are normal changes, but we don't want to take guesses on your health. So if you're unsure, if you're noticing a change, it's, it's, it's good to get it checked out. And the checking out may just be a physical exam 
or it may merit additional imaging like ultrasound and mammograms or MRIs, depending on the situation. We have a lot of different tools to really look at the breast tissue um, and, and decide what the next best step is for each individual woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk about Pink with a Purpose through um, the radio station that I have my full-time job with. Uh, We have different sites that you can go, and we encourage women to go and and just go ahead and, A, schedule their mammogram and have their mammogram done, even if it's not in the month of October. For me, it's kind of easy because my birthday is this month, so I've always tried to tie that in. Mm -hmm. Um, We've come a long way with... Because that's one of the, I, I think, one of the biggest things for women. When I ask people, have you had your mammogram? How are you doing? In my own family, um, you know, I will ask my sisters. I will ask my mom, mom, you know, how are you doing on your mammogram? The main reason that women tell me that I, friends and family, it's fear still. Mm-hmm. It is the fear that they're going to find something, which is odd because we want to find it. We yes. know if we find it early, the better the prognosis for us. Yes. And yet it's the fear that's keeping us from yes. doing the one thing yes. that is going to help us. Yes. No, I hear that often as well. And uh, I think it's important to acknowledge the fear and talk it out because when we when we ignore it, then it kind of kind of kind of can hinder from us making the best decisions for our health. But 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 really the truth is um, even if uh, a, a mammogram finds something that may need further testing, most often um, it's not going to be cancer. But but we're very thorough and we're very careful in our comprehensive cancer centers to really look at breast tissue in a very close fashion. So so I think I think it's, it's good to acknowledge that all of us as women. I mean, I, I just had my mammogram a month or two ago, and, and yes, I, even I was afraid going in. It's okay to say that and acknowledge that. But but you can get through it. And, and just know that it's really worth it. It's worth it to, to kind of find these changes earlier rather than later. Um, because as we mentioned, that's when we can um, uh, find these cancers at their most curable stage. Well, and that's that's what I was trying to get at for women. What can you tell women today if there is, I mean, we're finding breast cancers earlier with mammograms. Um, and obviously you work on survivorship. So yes. where are we um, sure, uh, sure. as far as survival rates and things like that? Of course. So the earlier the stage, the higher the survival. Um, the majority of breast cancers are found at, at the earliest uh, stage, which is known as stage one. And at stage one, greater than 90% of patients end up being long-term survivors. And by that, we mean that they live well into their 90s or 100 <laughs> and essentially pass away from something unrelated to cancer. Um, so, uh, so now, is everybody being diagnosed at stage one? Absolutely not. We definitely see diversity, and that's why it's important uh, to really look at each unique woman's situation. But, but yeah, so the idea is if we find them earlier, they're, they're, they're more, we're, we're going to improve survival. Mm-hmm. So majority of breast cancer uh, women diagnosed with breast cancer today do end up being long-term survivors, which is great news. Uh, we're, conti- we're, we're not done till that number is 100%. So that's what's driving all of us here at the James, at other comprehensive cancer centers. This is our passion, that, 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 that we, we want to save moms. We want to save young women. We want to save women in all ages uh, and not have them... Um, have their life taken away by cancer. And I think we've made great progress and we're Mm -hmm. continuing to to make great progress through dedicated research in this area. So is part of the reason we're finding these earlier, do you feel like 
the word is getting out. The awareness is there that more women are actually being proactive? Yes. Yes. So I think there have been multiple advances. One, I think, yes, more peop- more women are getting mammograms. Second, the mammography and breast screening technology has improved greatly over the last decade. Um, so just, just even within my career lifetime, we used to have clunky films that we would just mm-hmm. kind of put up on, on a light box, and it was very hard to see the breast tissue. And now we have... Um, digital mammograms and 3D mammograms where we can really see that the, the intricate architecture of the breast tissue. So, so our, once even women are getting through the screening process, we're able to see more, w- w- which is also uh, an additional benefit. And the third reason that survival is better is that we have better treatments once we do diagnose the breast cancer. And that is something I'm sure that you take a look at as you're looking at survivorship. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so, so early detection followed by really following uh, the the correct recommended standard of care for for treatment, and that's different for each cancer for for each breast cancer. Um, but but generally, that includes uh, surgery, may include radiation, may include um, chemotherapy or other pills. Uh, but then after that, actually kind of following up, following up with your health professionals and making sure that um, your health is optimized, both in terms of cancer surveillance, but also your overall health, because um, uh, it's not just about breast cancer. It's about your overall health and making sure that things like your blood pressure and cholesterol and your weight and all those things are optimized. So we really, in survivorship, try to emphasize that holistic picture um, that um, it's not one one piece. Everybody, mm-hmm. every, these these different disciplines really come together to make sure that we're optimizing health to the best of our ability. It's interesting because I I feel like when we have when we find out we have a diagnosis of whether it's it's cancer or whatever it is, that's when we kind of okay. Now I need to get on the straight and narrow, and I need to change my diet, yes. and I need to take care of certain yes. things, and I need to exercise more. Um, those are things that we can do beforehand um, to they're preventative in in many ways diet is absolutely you know i think uh, our data is super strong that the more active you are the more you're exercising you actually live longer have less incidence of various cancers including breast cancer um uh, maintaining a healthy weight is, is very important, and that can be achieved through several different diets. So there, mm-hmm. we're not saying there's only one diet for each woman, but, but, but each woman can decide for herself kind of healthy, whole foods approach. Generally, most people would agree on limiting processed foods, limiting added sugars, but then kind of tailoring diet, your diet to your needs, but, but being able to maintain a healthy weight. Um, losing excess weight, if that has happened through, you know, multiple pregnancies is very common. Being kind to yourself above all, but, but, but kind of working toward these healthy habits of being more active and managing weight, limiting alcohol intake. Alcohol is, is our most recent data. It is emerging as one of the risk factors. Um, we're not saying don't go to a party and have a drink, but but essentially moderation. But sure. but we we are we're definitely advising women that daily drinking can be a risk factor for breast cancer, and kind of kind of that's one of the messages that we're really focusing on in survivorship right now because the data has recently emerged uh, to be much stronger in the last year. 
Wow. Okay. And that so that is something that uh, I think we do need to keep in mind. Um, and that's a bummer <laughs> for a lot of women. I get yeah, that. So but and, and, and most no women way, aren't out drinking every single day. Anyway. And in no so, way am I saying no drinking sure. at all, but just moderation. Understood. Um, any other lifestyle changes that that we can do now to kind of uh, hopefully prevent uh, anything like this in the future, which obviously there's there I, I'm sure you would mm-hmm. be the first to say there's no guarantees of yes. anything, but things that we can do other yes. than than diet. Yes. So I think knowing your family history is important because I think often sometimes in news reports or media reports, that message may get gets confused and that sometimes people hear about, well, maybe I don't need to get mammograms because they're saying that maybe the data is not strong for this age and that age. But I think it, it's really important for, for each woman to look at her own breast cancer risk uh, and talk to a health professional about it. And, and a big part of that is your family history. So having a first degree relative, um, you know, a mom or a sister who has a prior history of breast cancer is is, is something that, um, th- that that elevates risk. And and by knowing that risk, yes, it can be scary, but then if we know the risk, we can actually tailor the screening and the screening may change so that we're not starting at age 40, we may be starting in 35 or 30. Mm-hmm. So kind of knowing family history is important. Um, can't emphasize enough the importance of having a primary care provider that you have a relationship with. A lot of times younger women, younger moms um, feel like, well, I don't, I, I can't just go to urgent care. Well, ur- urgent care definitely serve a purpose, but you really need that ongoing relationship with somebody that maybe you even see once a year only, but to make sure that you're up to date on all your healthcare maintenance. Plus um, they know you, they know your story. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Which is a big deal. And I can say from personal experience too, when I was younger and I, you know, heard, oh, 40 was the first time with no family history, I remember thinking, well, I don't really need to go. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I, I actually got uh, a mammogram a little bit earlier than that. I can tell you whether you believe it or not, your, your breast tissue does really change. Does. And that's what I always heard. You need that baseline. Yes. They need to be able to compare because the last time I went, suddenly I had dense breast yes. tissue, which I never had before yes. in my life. And yes. I had to go yes. and get some follow-up testing, yes. which um, I know for a lot of ladies and I know for myself mm-hmm. um, was, you know, it's a little scary, mm-hmm. but it, you know, I felt better mm-hmm. actually when I left, everything was just fine. Mm-hmm. But you certainly feel like we know for sure mm-hmm. now, as you said, the technology is better. Yes. And you can get a better idea of what's going on in there. And so for me, and I hope for others, you actually, if something like that does happen, you walk out of there feeling so much better. Yes. Because they've had a really, really good look at your breast. Yes. And they can tell you without any doubts that everything is okay. And so it does help at an early age to get those first mammograms and They'll be able to look, as you said, someone that knows you, even if it's someone that doesn't know you, they can pull that up and look and compare. Very well said. Yes. All right. So I want to let everybody know uh, before we give you how you can find Pink with a Purpose here in Central Ohio. Why does it matter where you have a mammogram? So uh, a lot of things in medicine have become super specialized. And um, reading a mammogram is actually one of the most specialized things there is. So so to actually have your mammogram in a dedicated breast center or a dedicated comprehensive 
comprehensive breast center, you want it, you want your radiologist to be somebody who all they do is read mammograms, right. not that they're reading two mammograms on top of every other imaging test that's coming their way. So it, you you do get a finer, um, more 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 um, comprehensive look if if you're actually having your imaging in these more comprehensive centers. So mm-hmm. we do we do recommend that. So you want to have your James mammogram yeah. for sure. Um, okay, and I want to let you know uh, we will put this up on our MomCast face Facebook page. Um, and also, um, it will give you dates and just a link because, um, the program right now for the month of October, um, we have pink ribbon stops and you can see the schedule and there are dates throughout the month and, uh, actually further into the year as well, uh, with our radio station with Sunday 95 that you can get your, uh, mammogram scheduled and when you get your mammogram, you also get a Macy's $10 gift card. So are we are we bribing you? I don't know that I would call it bribing, <laughs> but it certainly helps to get a little something if it encourages at least one woman uh, to go get her mammogram. We'll certainly oh. want to do that. Uh, Dr. Miriam Lustberg, thank you so much. Thank you for having For joining me. us and getting the word out and for the work that you do post- breast cancer for our survivors which is is truly very important we appreciate it thank you to to you and your listeners thank you everybody all right so just a few more weeks breast cancer awareness month my birthday is this month i always ask the same thing for my birthday as a present don't need a present i would love it if you got your mammogram and as we mentioned we will post on our momcast page uh, information if you're local to Columbus on where you can go to get your mammograms and get that $10 Macy's gift card at the same time that we talked about. So check out our Facebook page, MomCast Facebook page. And and, uh, and as always, uh, if you get a chance, we'd love for you to review us, um, to share the posts, all that good stuff, because uh, it helps us get the word out, and especially uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's a big one for us. Take care of yourself. And we'll talk soon.